to me. Coming to you live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Everybody! Giddy up! Oh my god. That is one way to start a podcast. Hello, we are the Daves You Know. This is the Daves I Know. Every night, every night, not fortunately not every <laughs> real night, but every night we do a podcast, we open it up with shots, and that's going to get us right in the mood that was for a, some serious, lovely podcast. That was a shot of Jameson, courtesy of Fitzgerald's here in St. Paul, lovely, lovely It wasn't bar. courtesy, we paid for well, it. Well, we, yeah, yeah, eventually we're paying for it, but... Yeah, yeah. nothing courteous about yeah. it, yeah. So how you been doing? Good, man. Good. Busy at work, you know. Yeah. Huh. Um, Liverpool's playing like shit. Just bought tickets to go see Minnesota United play in Colorado. So that's good. Yeah, excited. How about you? Uh, it's good. My kids are shitting all over the place, which is not you know a departure from uh, the norm. They're right at that point of potty training where they get the gist of it. And, like, so they'll like shit their pants and then they like won't want to talk about it. They'll like try to hide it because because <laughs> they know it's wrong. And so like it's a dead giveaway when my son just stops dead in his tracks and says, "I didn't poop my pants." Like, oh well. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. Good cover. Clearly. Good, good cover. Job. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before, where I've told people I did not shit my pants, yeah, yeah. and uh, I clearly have shit clearly my pants. Clearly, you shit your pants. Yeah. Everybody knows. So, I mean, it's been a while, but yeah. you know, it's happened. Yeah. Well, College was a, was a rough time. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. So, um, we are the Daves. You know, this is the Daves I know. So, what are we doing here? There are a ton of podcasts in the Minnesota United uh, podcastosphere, and we are throwing our names out there. But we want to open this up by telling you maybe. What makes us different? What are we about? What are we after? Zeller, what the heck do we do? Well, we're funnier than all those other that's podcasts. That's I mean, that's that's the that's number one. Um, I mean, I love all those guys. Uh, unfunny, though. Unfunny. Not good and at, not, not good at, not good at Well, things, yeah. they're, they're good at editing the podcast, which is good. Uh, but they are not funny. Um, and they dub in our voices. They record the <laughs> podcast and then they edit in and our voices. Saying so, all of their so I words. think part of part of our thing here is we are going to we're going to provide a little uh, a little lightheartedness to your <clears throat> Minnesota United viewing experience. Um, and uh, I mean, in, in addition to the podcast, we have the website davesiknow.com, which we're producing content content hashtag content, hashtag content almost every damn day man every e- damn every, day every single That's damn day I'm mostly exhausted. you yeah. yeah yeah i'm exhausted from the hashtag content um i think another big thing that we're going to try to set ourselves apart as is this is not a news podcast most of Fuck the people no. who follow us uh you know you're on twitter you're getting the news from there you're getting it from reddit you're getting it from other places rather we're going to provide kind of kind of a game day analysis we're going to look at what happened last game tactically what succeeded and what didn't succeed uh, what's coming up uh, with the next game whom do we need to look out for how should minnesota counter that yeah. More, that's what we're about yeah hopefully i mean you're following us on on the twitters at uh at t-d-i-k-m-n uh that's the the daves i know uh twitter feed i don't follow that feed because that is a shit feed so not good uh not good not you not good bob yeah. not great no but you should follow it because that's where a lot of the hashtag content goes out at yep the uh and you know so we t- obviously we're on a podcast if you didn't know that you were listening to a podcast right now um but the website's more satire Hi, mom. content the, the 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 website is strictly <laughs> satire content none of it is yeah. real except in the shared fantasy that we all inhabit um, and yeah, it's a great place for not just goofing off, which there's some of that. Eight ways to grow a huge panenka today. But um, there's <laughs> like also some more pointed barbs uh, t- talking about uh, pay in the NWSL and how uh, unacceptable the wage gap is between the women and the men. There's some barbs satire about the Trump administration. It's good stuff, too. I encourage think, you to go there. think Monty Python means like National Lampoon, but soccer. I mean, that's a, that's a super high bar, but I think we hit that every single fucking time. That's a super specific bar <laughs> to hit, yeah. So I, I hope we've convinced you uh, to add a third or a fourth uh, Minnesota United podcast into your diet. 
Uh, I hope that by the end of this podcast, you haven't changed your mind on that decision that you may have just made. Um, and I'm going to let Zeller introduce himself now so we can... Uh, some of you know us, but uh, some of you don't, and uh, he's a lovely fellow. That's true. Uh, yeah, my name is obviously... Uh, it's a Dave. I'm actually David Zeller. We're both actually, weirdly enough, we're both Davids. That's true. Um, uh, I've been following, I've been a member of the Dark Clouds and following Minnesota soccer for, a, well, I've been member of the Dark Clouds for about four years, uh, following Minnesota soccer since back when they played at the Jimmy. I went to Central High School, so I know the Jimmy very, very well. Um, I went to matches when they were the stars, Went saw them uh, uh, in the 2011 Home leg, I did not go to the away leg in Fort Lauderdale, a crappy old Lockhart. Um, but have been watching Minnesota soccer for a long time and very excited. Um, I think I got some funny opinions about shit and excited to share that with you guys. You can follow me on, on the Twitters at Texas Zeller. Uh, like Texas like the state and Zeller, Z-E-L-L-E-R, not like Fuzzy or Martin. Which I'm not related to either of those gentlemen. Yeah, it was fun to so. watch you looking at your notes to see how to spell your last name. Yeah, That's great. I know. I, I listen. I've I played broomball today. I got the shit kicked out of me. I literally got hit like four times with a yeah, stick. And so, yeah, children's sports uh, can really take it out of yeah, you. Yeah. So how about you? What do, what do you got, Martin? What do you got? What do I got? My name is David Martin. I go by David. On this podcast, I go by Dave. Uh, my last name is Martin. You, most people, I'd say 90% of the people I meet, I say I'm David Martin. They're like, oh, okay. And then I say, well, uh, online, I'm Offensive Loons fan. And then say, oh, you're that guy. That's how we met, actually, is in the beer line exactly at the that NSC. Way, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was. That is, my, that is my experience meeting anybody. So I swear to God, if my wife ever divorces me, that's going to be my dating scene. It'll be just like, yeah, so I'm Dave. And they're like, well, fuck you. I don't care. I hope you pay for a free meal for me. And they're like, well, I'm Offensive Loons fan. They're like, oh, my God, suck my dick. Well, so, you know. You know, Mostly. the dating scene is rough. Yeah, they might, they might, you know, ask me to suck on their, you know. But, um, but my actual name is David Martin. Uh, I became a soccer fan when I went to England, actually. And the first game I saw was in a pub. Liverpool was playing Arsenal, and it behooved the fans there, although they were not Liverpool fans. It behooved the fans of this particular bar that Liverpool should win. Uh, uh, they were all Chelsea fans. I didn't want to get the hell beat out of me, so that day I became a de facto Liverpool fan, and I said, nice. this is a cool atmosphere. These people have a passion for a game that nobody in the States has for any game that we have. I got excited about it. 2007 was a weird time to become a Liverpool fan. It was like right after the good old days. I've only, uh. you can't call me a bandwagoner. I only joined right at the precipice of the cliff. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got I got interested in local stuff. I remember streaming MLS, what was it, MLSnet.com or something like oh, that God. back in the day, the $5 yeah. streaming package. Um, watching the Kansas City Wizards, which were the closest team to me was at that a, yeah. time. Watching them play in a Community America ballpark. You overrun the sideline and you're running over a pitcher's mound. You know, I've been following American soccer since those days, and now it's soccer-specific stadiums. It's a cool atmosphere. Minnesota's got one, um, and I'm really excited to be a part of that. Been a dark cloud for a few years, been writing about soccer for a few years, and now I'm talking into a, a little phallic microphone about soccer too, so it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you know, we pitch all that stuff because, you know, we want to be – we're like the voice of soccer fans, right? Like, we are the dudes that you will see at – the matches yes. every fucking week. We're not we're not in the press booth. Yeah, either. we're not we're, up in the press booth the like uh, you know like some podcasts. Uh, <laughs> we're the guys that you know will buy you a beer. You'll buy us a beer because we're you know, one, like one of us has like two kids and is buying a house. I'm uh, probably buying a house too. Like I gave twenty dollars to a homeless guy yeah, tonight. We, I walked we, back outside and he had a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> we might we might of a bitch. we might need some some money, but we'll buy you some yeah. beers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. We're the, we're the voice of the uh, average soccer fan, I think. Right, Absolutely. Yeah, that, and yeah. let's leave it at that. We are the voice of the average soccer fan. I've got an agenda to keep, and we move on to a segment that we're going to have in every podcast now called Say What's in This Drink, which is actually a line from the Christmas classic um, where the man is trying to date rape the woman. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really not... We should do. Should, we should do that on a podcast. We should, we should do yeah. a duet of that. Yeah. yeah. What's Baby, in this it's drink? cold outside. Yeah. So that's gonna be the feature. Say what's in this drink? I think they got the point. So what, you, what are you drinking over there, Seller? Uh, I'm drinking hams. So, <laughs> case you, open for some deep pro tip beer knowledge. Pro tip: If you are in St. Paul and you love hams, um, you should come to Fitzgerald's. Fitzgerald's has market price hams. You know what market price for hams right now is, David? No, because I don't drink it. It's one. Fi- it's a dollar and fifteen cents. Okay. 
It's a it's cheaper than drinking a cup of coffee. To drink, come over here and drink a hams and do your, your work or homework or whatever the hell you're doing. So yeah, nothing like that's a, what I'm drinking right now. Some hams. Yeah, nothing like some. What are, what are you? What uh, are you drinking? Budweiser while you're working on your homework. I Listen, heard, this is the, from the land of sky blue water. Hams. Whatever those words were, it sounds delicious. I'm drinking a six point cream ale right now. It's uh, you know, it's a four out of five. If I were giving an untapped, um, not hams as is five as out of five. Be. By it's the way, a, about a five and a half on the alcohol content. It's uh. It's fine. It's Hams is like a three percent. Yeah. Hams is like a three percent. So you can drink like mm. ten of them and you'll be totally fine. All right. This was say what's in that drink. Brought to you by that drink they were drinking in Weekend at Bernie's for when life starts to feel like death. Drink that drink they were drinking in Weekend at Bernie's. My God, we're 17 or so minutes into this podcast, and it's time for the serious stuff. Let's talk about a recurring segment we're going to have called Other United News. Remember, we're not typically a news uh, source for United stuff, but, however, occasionally some stuff is important to talk about, either because we want to or because it's going to feed what's going to happen in the next game. Not a lot of news today. Also bullshit. Bullshit also. Thank you for that critical insight. (laughs) Today's sponsor for the Other United News brought to you by 84 Lumber. We've got wood. For this border wall, 84 lumber. So, news. Uh, first of all, uh, Minnesota United recently traded for the ninth international spot from RSL. Traded a little bit of what I I didn't realize we had any kind of allocation money left because we don't know. And second of all, we gave a lot of it for Kevin Molino. And a lot of it for other things, too. And I mean, we got some back for stuff, so I guess it's all a wash. I suppose I, I don't know. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at this extra international spot. We're looking at trialists who are continuing to try to find a way into the uh, roster. I think that when you trade for a spot like this, you know roster moves you're going to make ahead. You're trying to position the chess pieces for that. I think we've seen some of that come to fruition. Um, oh, there's the week. Bernard Kareem or whatever the. Like I said, you're not coming here for news, people. <laughs> All right, so. I think you conflated a couple yeah. of names, and that's fantastic. <laughs> so um, uh, that did happen. Uh, bigger news for me personally, uh, and I'm upset about this. There are still no jerseys yet for Minnesota United. I call no news news at this point. We were a few weeks out. Um, they should have had this shit figured out by Christmas. They should have been selling jerseys. They should have been putting their brand, their image, out into a market at a time when it was marketable. Um, right now, I had to tweet a picture of myself topless last night saying, here's United's new jerseys, which if they don't come out with something, it basically is going to be shirts versus skins out there. I mean, they have they have jerseys. They yes, just haven't they, been re- announced and released yet, which I, I, I agree with that's you. That's a problem. It's, it's a problem in so much as that they're not going to sell as many jerseys. No, no, no. I, th- I think it's a bigger problem than that. I think you're, I th- I th- it's not a bottom line question for them, although that matters. I mean, their bottom line matters. But here's the point for me. Um, I think about the soccer bubble. I think about the fact that the people who are buying season tickets who are going to go to games are many of them, not all of them, but many of them people who follow soccer, people who are naturally inclined to be interested in this news. If you talk to a rando on the street and say, mm-hmm. hey, how about that Minnesota United? They're going to say one thing. They're going to say, hey, didn't they get that stadium deal? When's that stadium going to be done? They're not going to know anything about the new signings. They're not going to know anything about the fact that they're even fucking playing this year. There's been no uh, outstate advertisement. There's been very little advertisement outside of the soccer bubble, like billboards and shit like that. That's going to impact the game day uh, atmosphere. It's going to impact their bottom line. It's going to impact their ability to then sign players because of a comfortable kind of red ink level on a day-to-day basis. That bothers me. That's fair. Um, I mean, they were set back by many things including uh, MLS and <clears throat> being able to get a jersey put together. And I think the the kit will be actually – I for my – what I, I think will happen is that there will be a very generic kit, and they'll actually will get a full, like, relaunch, rebrand next year. Well, so I think we'll see a kit that's very similar that's to the problem. kits they've had. You think about some of the launches that other teams did. And I'm not just talking about Atlanta. People get, you know, a big boner over I mean, Atlanta. But I yeah, like Atlanta, but yeah, I understand, but like I I don't I, I guess I don't I don't care so much. Is if it looks similar to what we've had in the last few years, great. But uh, I want I want bubble, I want the though. I want the relaunch when you we, don't care when we launch the bubble. We I want the relaunch, but I want a big launch when we we launch the stadium. That is when 
We need to really you go for it. You can do two things. That's you true. can do a big launch for the people who aren't in the soccer bubble and say, hey, new new fucking team. So, it's, not, it's not a team, but you know, new to them. You got cool yeah, jerseys. Cam. You got all that stuff. To be fair, um, I mean, I've, I, there is like Target gear at... Oh, for Christ! There's sake. no, there's there is literally MLS sanctioned gear at Target, yes, and, and, and one and, and it looks like a it looks like a soccer kit. One of my friends picked it up, and uh, and picked up. And he thought he thought that was the new soccer kit, which I mean that so is that's, that's two a, problems. That's a that's a big that's ass problem. Two, wait, well, you thought you were that, making a good point. <laughs> First of all, he thought that piece of shit was a good, was and the this jersey. guy this guy would be bad. And this guy's a fucking Tottenham fan, so I mean he's not the smartest dude in the world. Right, but, right. You know, so, whatever. So you know, omit him, but he thought that was the real soccer jersey, which is a problem. I've seen the Target gear, yeah. and, and you know what? Bless the, f- the the folks at Target. God bless them. God let them sleep easy tonight because they actually have MLS gear of any kind. But they're reacting to a dearth of actual hashtag content out there. Um, All it's right. not even just about jerseys. Though. No, no. Fuck you. You're trying to usher <laughs> us on this thing. I want to make one last point, okay? It's not just about the jersey, okay? I love the jerseys, but I'm going to get whatever jersey they, they make me get, and I'm going to get the offensive loons thing. I'm upset that they're not doing more to cultivate fandom in their market outside of the soccer bubble. I'm talking about the ways that you get a, a hold of people who are not intrinsically oh, United or soccer fans. I 100% agree on this. And actually, I wrote a piece on this uh, at thedavesiknow.com earlier this year. Yeah, uh, I wrote a piece about this. Uh, we actually uh, referenced a uh, local ragamuffin man about town, Jake Reuter, who was actually uh, ranting about this on Twitter a couple days ago, about how they – I mean, I've, I listen – because I listen to The Current, I hear the, uh, the ads, the uh, sponsored – uh, ads on the current, but I've never. The and I listen is only barely outside of the song. And I listen to and I listen to K Fan. I don't listen to fifteen hundred, but I listen to K Fan. I've never heard a Minnesota United soccer uh, advertisement. I've, I've obviously some of the um, Minnesota United affiliated folks go on K Fan on on occasion, but I've never heard anything um, for an advertisement for the stadium and and for the team. And I think that's fucking insane and the fact that they're not and I think part of that might be because they're trying to negotiate a uh, radio deal and they don't want to uh, you know commit to anything but it's still it, it, I agree with you it's 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 kind of insane that we're at this point we're literally less than we're a month away we're less than a month away. we are the, are the PR we are yeah. the fucking PR good we job Minnesota United you're this is your fucking this problem, problem. <laughs> can I get a cream ale thanks um, I made the podcast then <laughs> Uh, and so, yes, that is a, that is a huge fucking problem Absolutely. and, uh, it needs to be fixed, but I think right. we need to move on because we sweaty been is what I am right now. <laughs> we're going to move on to a feature we're going to have every week because, and this is only by coincidence, Dave and Dave happen to be both Liverpool fans. It's time for the Scouser half minute this week brought to you by Carlsberg. Remember a better day, Carlsberg. Uh, so what the fuck is going on with Liverpool? Dude. <laughs> Those, dude. So, so certainly a low point. Dude. Certainly a low point. I, so I listen to a shit ton of uh, Liverpool podcasts. Where I do mean, you find the time for this horse shit? shit Get a real adult I job. I work for a non-profit, so I can dick around oh. with my time oh. occasionally. Yeah, where's um, the taxpayer money? That's good. No, no, no. We don't get any taxpayer money. This is fully funded by, you know, private citizens, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, um, I mean, I don't have the, you know, I don't have the liberty of working from home because I work for a big-ass bank and, you know, steals people's money and shit, so. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. Uh, get, get vicious right away, right? <laughs> um, I, here's, here's Liverpool's problem, right? And I, I saw a stat, actually, that in the first however many games where that Klopp has managed Liverpool, Liverpool Klopp and Brendan Rodgers had the exact same, had the exact same record it's like 26, 12, and 12 or something like that. Like That is shocking. They've had the exact same record through the same amount of games. And now, to be fair, like Klopp ha- or Rodgers had Luis Suarez, Daniel Sturridge, and Raheem Sterling like operating at their peak capacity. That is true. So, and he clearly fell off dramatically and needed to be uh, sacked. Um, Klopp has done more with Klopp less. Klopp has done significantly more with less. But here's the thing. He keeps doing more with less and not even trying to spend more. 
And I know there's a bunch of Liverpool fans who've been railing against FSG and John Henry, uh, who's the guy who owns the Boston Red Sox, um, who also owns uh, Family Sports Group and owns Liverpool, and they're bitching about Liverpool not spending money. And I don't, I don't think it was FSG telling them not to spend money. I think it was Klopp saying he didn't want to spend money. I think Klopp was try he's trying to get into the Champions League next year with what he put together this year. Gets in the Champions League. I think use that as leverage to bring leverage guys to he spend wants. a shit yeah. ton of money to spend basically all the money he would have spent in the last year. Like so, basically double the amount of money he would and spend. It, and it next might year. not be a bad play, but it's a it's a dangerous it's game. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous fucking game, especially considering um, we were so like easily in the top four in you know in even December. Let and me, it's go, gone so it's gone so bad in the last six let weeks. Me, let me counter with an idea. Um, our downside, our decline here has coincided with Coutinho going out with injury. Now he's back now, but well, that downside roughly coincided with his exit. To be fair, it was it was when Coutinho went out, uh, and then Lalana wasn't playing great. Then Mane left. So Coutinho, Mane, and Lalana haven't played together in the midfield consistently for and and had the rhythm. I mean, they literally the first game back was. Uh, against Chelsea when Mane came on, you know, like another like 70th minute or whatever. So, right. I mean, I, I agree. They're out of the cups. They don't have to worry about any more like midweek cup competitions. That's what um, we were saying about shit like Europe. You know, we said, oh, they don't have to worry about Europe. They're gonna so, be fine. I mean, Tottenham has to worry about that. Uh, Arsenal obviously clearly does. Uh, Man City does. He's all just he's just running Man down United a list of things. That doesn't say we're anymore. Fucked. So, I mean, they're, they're like they're the ones who might be able to sneak in. But I think, I mean, I. I'm, you still I'm think hope, top four? I'm hopeful that we'll be top four. God I'm I'm it. a little pessimistic. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> Saturday will be a big match. Uh, Arsenal versus, or sorry, Liverpool versus uh, Tottenham. Um, we can't win against the shitty teams. We might and as well win against the good ones. But we're right? at the Anfield. We're at Anfield, and uh, I'll be watching that match at the Nomad. Uh, I think it's a 11:30 kickoff. Okay. Anybody well, wants to come down and watch? I uh, will be walking alone Liverpool. for that one. So the Scouser <laughs> right. half minute has turned into the Scouser five minutes because of two <laughs> extremely bitter people. That was the Scouser half minute brought to you by Carlsberg. Remember a better day at Carlsberg. Let's get into the next segment here, and this is the real stuff. You came to listen to this. This is the Minnesota United stuff. It's not satire. This is relevant. This is all about what's going to be coming up this week. Typically, we're going to have a look back on what happened in the previous game, a look forward to what's going to happen in the next game. There isn't a real previous game to talk about. I mean, we've got those, and I'll call them scrimmages. Well, technically, yeah, two games happened. They They happened. They're scrimmages. They drew. They played a a Croatian team and the Revolution uh, Which is like a Evgeny Starikov, uh, or Eugene Starikov, as he's preferably known now, scored a couple goals. Uh, which and, and he's going to Portland now, so he's got the chance yeah, for, for their trial, yeah. which, well, which we'll, he's we'll, more we'll, than earned. I we'll mean, talk we'll about him in a second. But, yeah, so, so there was there was a couple games. There was literally no highlights. So we no, there, were, there were literally there highlights. Were highlights. There was literally there was no, no game. Which, let me ask you this. If there was a camera pointing at the field that was able to obtain the highlights, why couldn't that camera have captured all of it? And giving us a full game, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to hand off all those trade secrets. But very good question. I yes, didn't know the answer to question. You're right. It is a good question. So now we're going to go on to a piece called Tactical Schmactical. This week brought to you by the NFL. Even though there's no football for six months, you will still hear about us constantly somehow. NFL. So let's break it down, okay? Uh, let's talk about the people against whom we are going to play. This week we've got two games, and I'm not going to call them scrimmages. They're real, formal preseason games. They will be on the internet. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. Yeah, it's they'll be, be on, on YouTube. Absolutely. Yeah, YouTube.com. YouTube is official. YouTube.com, sponsor of the uh, Dave's I Know podcast. <laughs> Thank you. YouTube.com for all your YouTubes. Great advertisement. First game is going to be against Vancouver, so let's talk who's going to be good. Who against Vancouver do we need to get about? All right, about? so we're going to bounce around with Vancouver um, mostly because I'm looking at our notes here. I don't want to talk about Kakuta Mane. Um, so he's, let's, I mean, well, let's talk about Kakuta Mane. Yeah. yeah. Mane missed the second half of 2016 with a broken foot. So although yeah. he's a known quantity and one of their stars, they had a problem scoring goals last year. He could be a piece of that. But Absolutely. there's always a question. How do you bounce back? I think that's, so I think that's be one of the big things here. Um, I haven't like obviously we haven't 
pay attention to any of the Vancouver matches uh, that they're happening beforehand. Every game. Okay, do you? All right. No, Fair that's enough. not true. Um, so I think he actually might see some playing time against Minnesota, especially because um, yeah, you're right. He is like he is the person who can score for them. Um, and there's not, unfortunately, not many. I mean, fortunately for us, not many that can score for Vancouver. I think Kukudamane, um is, and like I said, he has the U.S. men's national team eligibility. I think eligibility, he, wants, yep. he wants to make a point to Bruce Arena, uh, maybe get himself uh, into the mix for even World Cup qualifying this year So at some point. Yep, absolutely, and he's not going to do that solely in a preseason game, obviously. But uh, you know, it all adds up to a, to a, an overall message, and so that's going to be on his mind. So I think we need to keep an eye on Kikuta Mane, uh, uh, if for no other reason than the talent he's shown in the past. We'll see how he bounces back here. There's no way that he or probably many of these players are getting a full 90. This is no, preseason. Not. Only the players who really have something to prove or need, who need some uh, conditioning are going to get a full 90. I want to talk about Christian Bolanos. Um, Recent signing for Vancouver, Christian Bolaños. He's 32 years old. He's got that experience. Another Costa Rican signing. Clearly, uh, MLS and the U.S. Men, I was at the U.S. Men's National Team. I'm talking about the U.S. as a country. Yeah. Clearly interested in sweeping all of the Costa Rican players off of their feet. He is a Costa Rican international who featured on the 2014 World Cup qualifiers, uh, not, uh, not qualifiers tournament. Uh, you'll remember that he actually made it to the quarterfinals with the team. Um, He's a huge signing. I mean, for a Vancouver team that didn't make any meaningful signings, in my opinion, didn't make any meaningful signings this year, he's the biggest one, and he's the one who's going to take them from bottom of the basement to eh, mid-table. Really? Eh, mid-table? I don't know. I, I don't think... Mid-table may be a stretch. I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hold I, Vancouver I mean, in a lot of esteem, but yeah. this is their biggest signing. Um, he's a relevant signing. I love Costa Rica as, the na as, as a national team. Yes, they're um, very good. And, and you know, you, you look back, he... Um, you know, I had the most assists uh, and tied for the third most goals in 2016. He was brought in the middle of the year. He was the signing last year who started to give, uh, I almost called them Timbers fans, Whitecaps fans, <laughs> and they're going to hate me for that, uh, Whitecaps fans, uh, hope for a future, still with the team. Uh, and now he's got that chemistry under his belt from having a, had a half a season of play there. I think he's the one that you got to watch out for. Um, that's fair. I also, I mean, Got here, Alfonso Davies. Um, that kid is—he's literally 16 years old. 16 years old, and he's already made 15 and he's appearances. He's made 15 for that appearances. Team. It's I mean, fantastic. Like Freddie Adu. I don't know if he's going to be. Yeah, Fred, he's the uh, next Freddie Adu. I don't I, know if we need to like. Well, I don't know if he's the guy that we need to watch out for. I don't know if he's going to dominate the game, but long term, he's the guy we need to keep an eye out. So on. here, here's the other thing too with Alfonso Davies. He, uh, uh, he's from Canada. He's from Edmonton. Right. Um, and, you know, it's just a really like, sort of uh, big attacking midfielder. He's not big in the sense of, like, being, like, more than six feet tall. But, it, like, the, the kid's got some... Right. He, he doesn't become got some a gate. Like, hold-up striker. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he, yeah he, will, he will be partly more in the Christian Ramirez role. Like, or Christian Ramirez, like, mold of, like, someone who can take the ball down. Run onto a ball. And run onto a ball sure. and distribute really, really well. Sure. Um... And he will definitely probably get some playing time. Yeah, he's and a cool dude. I'm excited about him. I, I hope he, I hope he, you know, get some time with the Canadian national team in the future. I think and I think he, kid. I think he definitely will. Yeah, I mean, literally, the kid's 16 years old. So, I mean, good on Vancouver for like figuring out that where that kid was. He's almost literally half my age. He is l more than half my age. He's less than half your age. You he's mean. less than half my You're age. We're more than twice as old as him. I am definitely more than 12. All right. Yeah, more than, more than twice as well. The Daves you know are having an existential crisis right now. This existential crisis brought to you by Alfonso Davies. Let's talk and about hams. Giles. Bo and, and hams. And hams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank we you, hams. Another hams. Let's talk about Alfonso. Uh, not Alfonso Davies. Let's talk about Giles Barnes. This is the guy that I want to keep an eye out for, and, and here's why. Uh, uh, 28 years old. Um, he was um, – Vancouver had issues last year. I don't need to recap any of those. Vancouver's had some issues. Now, um, he was deployed on the left side. Now, I don't think that was his preferred position. I think a few others agree with me. Some would disagree. I think Giles Barnes is not ideal on the left. Um, I think, personally, you play him underneath a striker. Um, I, I don't know if that means you call him a 10. I don't think he's a 10, but I think you, you call him a second striker. He's the guy behind the guy, right? Uh, but last year he's played on the left. I think Kapal's his production. Nine. 
No, I don't think it's a false nine. I don't think I don't think he's a false nine who's trying to like sort of draw defenders into that space between the midfield and the strikers. I think he is a second striker playing behind a top striker. My opinion. Okay. Now the question is, um, you got people like Mane back uh, from injury. You've got a little bit of a lineup shakeup here in the off season. So, question. Uh, does Giles Barnes kind of move more centrally, which is where I personally believe he's a better fit? Does he continue to start on the left? And if he does move more centrally, or even if he plays on the left, does he start to look more like the Giles Barnes we really knew from 13 and 14? He uh, was a guy on the Dynamo who was leading scoring both of those years. Uh, he was a Dynamo on the Dynamo, absolutely. Um, those are the questions for me. I think it'll be interesting to see how he's deployed here in the preseason and in the regular season. Okay. So how do you think how do we think this match uh, shakes out for both Minnesota and uh, for Vancouver? Well, so um, I mean, I, I guess I can. Yeah, give me. I mean, yeah, give me. What your I would, what I would like to see Minnesota do obviously would be uh, the, the right side is more exposed than the left side. Yes. So I think we should definitely be attacking. Even on if the Giles right Barnes side. plays on the left side on, on Vancouver's left side, yeah, I think it's a stronger side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right so, side has a little bit more of a chemistry problem. Yeah. So I mean, what what about you? What do you think? Uh, how do you think this thing will work? So well, so one of their and so I mentioned that they didn't do enough in the off season to become a meaningful team, a meaningful team, like they're not a real team. Um, they I mean, they're Vancouver. They're not a real Vancouver, team. Vancouver, yeah. Minnesota is clearly not a real team. Uh, look at our billboard and uh, TV uh, presence, and you'll know that they're not real. Uh, they signed Shannon Williams um, last year from the Houston Dynamo, actually, uh, at right back. Right back was a hole that they needed to fill last year. Um, Shannon Williams is not a bad player. He is coming from a bad defense. Houston sucked. They were terrible last they, year. They were terrible. Yeah, they were like the defense worst defense in the league, led, right? I, I think defense led goals allowed at home uh, among any team. So, you know, you sign a right back to fill a hole from the worst, arguably the worst defense. That's, that's not fair. Anyways, Shannon Williams wasn't the entire problem. But um, I think that right side at the very least, uh, Houston's right side, is going to have a chemistry issue as they try to integrate Shannon Williams. Uh, I already talked about um, – the left side having that Giles Barnes or that uh, Jordi Reyna, which whom we haven't even talked about, came in from uh, the Red Bull over on the eastern side of the Atlantic. Salzburg, and, uh, the yeah, the Austrian correct. version of Red and, Bull. And he's he's going to be uh, unknown quantity in MLS, obviously, but yeah. he is a DP signing. He's going to be fantastic. But, again, they're going to pin down the left there. You look at the right side for them, and you've got folks like Shannon Williams who's still trying to get, uh, fit in a weaker midfield I would like to see Minnesota capitalize that, uh, capitalize on that by taking advantage on the left side. You've got uh, Justin Davis, who obviously can make long runs, isn't as prolific at it as uh, uh, Venegas, but he, he can do it as well. Ibarra on the oh, left side. Davis has made some runs. Oh, he's he's, <laughs> he's uh, more runs than you know a uh, morning after Taco Bell, but not but as much as Venegas. And uh, so I think we take care of the left side. I think, right. I think we attack our left side. Right, I'm cool. Overspoken about that. Yeah. All right, so let's um, let me let me make another point because because yeah, we're gonna run. This is gonna be a ten-hour-long podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the thing That's you right. get used to. I think Minnesota additionally need to keep narrow in the attack versus Vancouver rather than keeping it out wide. Yes, we have wingers, but uh, Miguel is a, is an inverted winger. He is not going to be the guy who runs all the way down the left-hand side as wide as can be cuts in across with his left foot he's gonna want to cut inside he's gonna want to try to dribble around guys and for uh, additionally on the right side whomever we play if we're talking Molino if we're talking about Kadri whomever um, I think that we're gonna have a guy who wants to cut inside as well you're gonna have Venegas running up the right side who's gonna want to be the guy who supplies the crosses and stuff the, the main talent is in the middle. I'd like to keep us uh, uh, a narrow in the attack, keeping the ball in the middle of the field. Use that kind of buildup to overcome what is a relatively weak midfield for Vancouver, and that's where the that's goals right. are going to come I mean, that would, be, that would be Molino and probably Starkov, because Starkov has been sort of lining up on the right-hand side, too. Half so. and half. I mean, you know, a yeah. game like this, they replace half the guys at halftime. Yeah, it's so. All right, so let's talk about Portland now. Um, I mean, first person you want to talk about with Portland for me, is Darlington Nabby. He's back in the U.S. men's national team fold, which I appreciate as an American outlaw. Absolutely. Um, and he he kind of plays all over the field, which I appreciate. Um, mostly, he's been playing as on the left as an inverted winger. Recently, he has yeah. Recently, yes. Yeah. But and uh, I mean that's partly because of Sebastian Blanco, who's come in. And why don't you talk about Sebastian Blanco a little bit? 
Um, Sebastian Blanco's come in. He's uh, obviously a DP signing. Happened within the last week. Um, he is, and Caleb Porter has specifically said this, and for, as a Minnesota fan, it's really refreshing to see this kind of transparency from uh, coaches and ownership. He's obviously going to slot as a, a, a right winger, and so that's what we can expect him as. Um, he is a guy who can play both sides of the ball. He, I'm not going to call him a box-to-box midfielder. That's not what he is. He's going to play forward in, a, in an advanced winger spot, but he's willing to play defense. He's willing to track back, which is wonderful. So you've got him over there. That locks Nagby down probably for something like a left side. Um, he's played literally mid, right, and left over time. Blanco, fantastic player. They can't be more excited about, uh, to I mean, have a guy like this. The thing with with Portland is that they have so many attacking options. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, they have Fernando Nagy, Adi they up have top, Blanco, obviously. They have uh, Diego, Diego Chara is no bad thing, although who is, he's, who he's is, playing who back. Who is, like, the proto- like the quintessential number 10. He's like, the quintessential MLS number 10. Yeah, and you have yeah, Adi. Uh, I mean, they have so many attacking options. I mean, the question is, do they have the defense? I mean, Liam Ridgel oh, sure. is back there. Uh, that guy has well, 250 caps in the Ridgewell's uh, great. Ridgewell, um, Ridgewell has a veteran presence, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, here's the concern on the defense for them. Um, I mean, Oracoyo, uh, the who was predicted to be the center back pairing with Ridgewell, has gone down. He's going to be out for the entire year, so they're going to slot in replacements. Uh, um, Renico Clark is most likely to be the person who's going to replace him in the center back pairing. That means that, at the very least, the center of their defense is going to be weaker. And even guys like Liam Ridgewell, who's fine on his own, there's going to be a chemistry problem there. There's going to be an acquaintanceship issue there. Center of the defense is going to be an issue. All right, so can, can Minnesota attack that middle of the Portland defense? I think that we're already building a team that's geared toward a centrally attacking. Uh, you know, I, 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 think, I think about Schuler. I think about Kevin Molino. Um, I think about folks like Kadri, uh, Venegas, the J Venegas, not the Viva. Um, we've got Johan. It seems like we have no true wingers. Uh, honestly, you know, a it's lot true. of people have talked about Johan Venegas playing out on the right wing. Honestly, him as a right winger. He played right wing for Montreal last week, uh, last week, last year. He, he, I think his production suffered for it. I, th- I see him. No, he's definitely more of a, I think, a middle of the field player. I think so, and so yeah. he's going to want to come inside. Miguel, he's not left footed. He's going to want to come on the inside. Schuler coming up the middle. Uh, Molino coming up the middle. If you buy the Molino, is going to play middle of the field. I think we're built for a narrow attack, and that's going to play well for a defense that may have more issues on the inside than it has on the wings, uh, or certainly on the fullbacks. Okay, that's it. That's an interesting point because I think the biggest thought that a lot of Minnesota United fans have especially with uh, Justin Davis and Kevin Venegas coming up from MLS and sort of being the for the longest time like look like they were the, going to be the, the people on our fullbacks right. that we were that we were worried about the fullback mm-hmm. spot like that we were worried about fullbacks being the weak point of our right. of our of our team well so. and don't, don't get me wrong fullbacks are first of all we have yet to see these guys perform at an at a MLS level I mean they've played two preseason games no one knows what the fuck happened <laughs> on those um, we're gonna start to get a good look at them now um, that said the penchant for particularly uh, Viva Venegas and uh, to a lesser extent Justin Davis to push forward and Adrian Heath's style of pushing his fullbacks forward uh, is going to cause us to have to leave opportunities for a counterattack, which Portland over the last few years has been built as a counterattacking team. You think about the options they have now. They could really succeed as a counterattacking yeah, team, especially a on a ton. moment when Viva gets too far forward. Yeah, uh, a ton Van- of options. Absolutely. And in, in, in Vancouver, as someone who is – it's it's not going to be a great team this year, in my opinion, but has strength on the wings with Mane and, and folks like that. Um, they could take advantage from a counterattacking point. That is not a weakness, but an opportunity for the opposing teams each and every week. All right. Well, let's talk quickly about Minnesota. Uh, I mean, we have so uh, the preseason invitees who went west. Uh, Eugene Starikov. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know as much about this Evgeny. Guy I haven't seen. He's, the, so he's a former Kenny. U.S. national player. Um, he scored both the goals. Uh, so, I mean, he definitely earned his trip west, and I think he's probably oh, got sure. a pretty good chance of making the team. Uh, Ish Jome, uh, he's a forward defender, Brooklyn Park kid. F- forward uh, defender. Forward defender. He can play forward and We're defender. We're just making this up. Nope, that's literally what it says. <laughs> that's uh, lovely. Uh, he's, I, I've, met this, I've met this kid, actually. He's real soft-spoken. Oh, sure. Super nice guy. 
Um, he saw the pitch a few times in the in the uh, NASL, uh, mostly Open Cup stuff. Um, he's versatile and young. He probably goes out on loan, honestly. But I think it's really good that he's getting an opportunity to go out and see uh, like see some actual MLS competition. Absolutely. Um, Tiago Calvano. He's obviously we know Tiago Calvano well. Uh, he's been he exists. He's been on the NASL, the Minnesota United NASL. Very team. handsome. Very handsome. Very handsome. I don't think he makes his team other like other than as a defender and a backup defender at that. Like, I Absolutely. mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, what right. are my thoughts on that? I, yeah. No, there's no chance in hell Calvano is okay. starting. He doesn't see the pitch very we, often. We would have, yeah, we would have to see some serious <laughs> mutilations and then, for him to see regular time. Yeah, and then there's something called Raul Gonzalez. Something called who's a, a Raul midfielder, Gonzalez. and he's not, not that, that Raul. he's not that Raul. He's not the the. New York Cosmos Raul, but uh, yeah, apparently there is. <laughs> I love a, that that's how he's known. Yeah. yeah, is that the guy who played on the Cosmos and not any other team I can recall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the things I like to see from uh, Minnesota in these two matches, um, and you can piggyback off this or add things. I, I really want to see like that the, the that main center back pairing and how good they are because sure. I think honestly, we know what we get with Davis and Venegas if they're sure. if they are the if they are the the, the fullbacks. We know we got. We need, but we need really good central defenders. And I know Brent Coleman is on the team, and I'm really excited about that. Mostly because I like Brent Coleman a lot, and he gave me his jersey last year. We traded jerseys. That's uh, cool. We can agree to disagree. That's so, fine. but but I really, I really want to see what the center back pairing of uh, of Cobble uh, and uh, Demidoff can do. For, for for an extended period of time. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. That, so. that that chemistry is going to be key. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to add to that. I was about to say some bullshit, but no, yeah. that's exactly. And then what I so think. My, my next point there is like the connection to the spine. You mentioned ex- specifically that earlier. Like we're gonna attack through the spine of our. We're gonna keep it narrow. Yeah, we're gonna we're keep gonna it send narrow. Our and so forward as and so, yeah. I mean, I, I, the. The connection between uh, Schuler and Vegas and Vegas is going to be really key, I think. And so, I would like to, I would like to see a lot of like connection between them two, um, like really good attacking. Um, and then again, I mean that Molino, Vegas, Abara, sort of midfield, re- like uniting with Ramirez and possibly Dunlop, you know, Dunlady. I think that's it's gonna be a, like those are, those are things I'm looking for. I'm not really looking for like results as much as like right, yeah. how these people connect with each other. Absolutely, preseason. So. As I mean, I, I don't give two fucks what the preseason results yeah. are. It's about how we see guys playing together. Yeah. We haven't gotten too much of a look at that yet, but we're gonna start to here with the preseason proper. Yeah, out in Portland. And then my my other big thing too is like I think Jermaine Taylor might be able to push Kevin Venegas out of that right back spot. And so I'm curious yeah, to see yeah, what sure. you know if he's got, he's Jimmy, Jamaican international. I think he's got what he it takes. So I'm curious to see what uh, what happens there. And well, one, one if, question if, is fit. Is he going to fit yeah. Adrian Heath's style, which again is going to have that kind of fullbacks push? Uh, I think you like Kevin Venegas for that reason, uh, uh, not just because of the local ties. So um, is Jermaine Taylor going to fit that role? Yeah. So what are I mean? We got this big tournament coming up. What are valid results in your valid estimation? Result? They're, they're all valid results. I, I, well, I mean, I, what do you want? What do you want to see? Uh, I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I want. I tell you. What, I'll tell you what I want to see. That's like my wife asking me a question, <laughs> like, "Oh, what color do you want these walls?" Yeah, like, I, she I mean, knows what color she wants. I mean, but I mean, what I, what will I see as a positive? Sure. Yeah. That's, tell that's, me. that's the question. So, I don't want to see any brain farts like last year. Where Kevin Venegas gets two red cards. Or you're not gonna see no brain farts this preseason. <laughs> I want our team to stay healthy. Obviously, I don't want any injuries. That's important sure. to me. Absolutely. Um, and I want our team to learn like everybody's name and how they're going to integrate. <laughs> like, learn your roommate's name. I want to see you integrate. watching this game with a notepad. Like, did he say yeah. his name on the field? I can hear. Uh, but I mean, but, but I mean that more like in the general seem like get used to Inchi's tactics. Like, what does he want? What does he expect from you? How do you fit in? Um, what is his role? What does he perceive his role for you? And and like, how else does that sort of manifest itself? Like, do you think what? Do you think Heath's wife calls him Inchi in the bedroom? God, I hope not. I would. I mean, if I, my wife called me Inchi in the bedroom, I probably would kill myself. My wife calls me Footy in the bedroom. That was like a half soccer joke, half. 
I have an enormous That's member, Joe. You like that? Yeah, we'll I, cut it. We'll I cut it from the final. I this don't know if I do or not. Cut. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, we need to keep the, keep that shit in there. Keep that this shit podcast has been 190 minutes long. We need to get on to the good stuff, which is picks or it didn't happen. This week brought to you by toothpicks. Enjoy a toothpick. Toothpick. I just made that up. So, typically, uh, as you listen to this podcast regularly, which we know you all are uh, absolutely intoxicated by the content you've heard so far, um, you are going to hear us make MLS wide picks. And we're going to keep track of those picks over the course of the year and use them as bragging rights and as leverage to embarrass the other and uh, et cetera. However, this week, yeah, it's too sporadic. So I want you to tell me just, just this week, I just want you to tell me picks for the simply invitation, the simple invitational tournament. All right. So we'll be recording our next podcast before the third game of the tournament. So uh, I say Mesa 2, Vancouver 2. Uh that same day, Real Salt Lake 0, Portland 3. Minnesota United, and so the next uh, on Sunday, Minnesota United 1, Portland 3. And uh, Vancouver 0, Real Salt Lake 0. Wow, so you have Real Salt Lake scoring 0 goals in the next week. This is fantastic. I don't think Real Salt Lake has a striker on their roster, do they? I bet they'll put somebody up there. I, bet they I mean, I think they'll put somebody men. up there, but I don't yeah. think they actually have one. You are a delight. So my call, I didn't know we were calling the entire tournament. I thought we were just calling Minnesota United games. I'm a big piece of human feces. My calls were no, you're Minnesota. Not. Yeah, well, uh, Minnesota United, United one, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps FC zero. Vancouver is not good. Minnesota United is a team. United is better than Vancouver. United is I, I, a I'm going to make a bold proclamation here. Minnesota is going to finish a, a, a above. Vancouver on the table. Now, does that mean Vancouver finishes dead last and Minnesota finishes right, one so step ahead of them? We also definitely know, need to like pick the league before the season starts too. Like we'll have to like rank our. Oh like, god, yeah. yeah. Hashtag so. content. Yeah. So I've got Minnesota United one, Vancouver Whitecaps zero, and then later in the week, uh, I guess Sunday, I've got Minnesota United one, Portland Timbers FC four. I sat. Brandon uh, Maruziak will love that. You know what? I went out to Portland. Shout out last to Brandon. Year. We had like a six-person supporter group out in Portland last year. We actually had a two-pole, which was fantastic, um, with a Hamburglar on it. I went out there and uh, watched United consistently losing four to nothing. I'm giving them a step <laughs> up and saying we're going to lose four to one. So that is where we are at. Remember that over the course of the season, we're going to have a running total of wins, losses, and how we call them. And I'm going to cause uh, uh, the other Dave here to run naked through the streets if he loses at the end of the season. Let's talk about what comes last, which is indulge your fantasy. <sighs> Weekly sponsor brought to you by Stillgar Still Suits. When you're dying of thirst and nothing but your own recycled body fluids will do, think Stillgar Still Suits. You can tell I'm reading Dune messiah right now <laughs> all right so uh this is the time where we update people on our fantasy league if you didn't know we have a fantasy league we don't have any updates because the season hasn't started yet but if you would like to join make sure to go to fantasy.mlssoccer.com our league name is you're going to be shocked by this the daves i know our league password is 993-470 i didn't want to I was pausing to let people grab a pen, not because I didn't know how to read oh, English letters. Okay, making sure. Um, yeah, nine nine three four seven zero. You can join, and I'm not shitting you. We have actual, real prizes. You can win fifty dollars in Target allocation money. That is a fifty dollar Target gift card at the end of the year. If you are on top of the league, shouldn't be hard to do with assholes like us playing. I mean, literally, David Martin is providing that. So. Yeah, win our stupid fucking league. Yeah, you're bullshit. I work for a nonprofit. You work for an enormous bank. Has caused me to buy all this equipment and a fifty dollars gift card for the people who play our stupid, you know, stupid fucking league, game. So. Yeah. Listen, you know. Yeah. It's to each his own. Yin and yang. My you kids know? like food and healthcare. Uh, my kids will eventually like uh, healthcare. The food that you don't provide and because food, you work for a nonprofit. And all the food right. and the healthcare that my wife provides through her big ass bank job. And she works for a big ass bank too. <laughs> so, Fuck you, man. All right. And we're going to end on some swear words. All right. Zeller, why don't you take us out? All right. So we do this thing. We're going to do this thing. Uh, hashtag wars. You know, you may have uh, seen this. Uh, it's uh, like at midnight. It's uh, Yeah, at midnight. But it's no, the, it's better. Yeah. Because it's us. But it's because <laughs> yeah, it's us. Uh, 
if you are the winner, and we will arbitrarily decide who the winner is each week, you get $100,000 in target alloc targeted allocation money. Uh, do not confuse this with target allocation money, no. which is where I give you a gift card. This is targeted allocation money, yeah. which is And imaginary. maybe we'll come up with a prize. Who have the, like, maybe we can like, keep track of like, who Says the person who doesn't have to week. foot the bill for it. Yeah, well, no, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send them a picture of some Tam. I got, I got some shit I could probably give some away. Some shit. Yeah, not like, not like Dave Zeller's not shit. Not like $50 Target gift cards. Hashtag wars. Um, so shit. this week's hashtag is uh, hashtag soccer a movie. Soccer a movie. No spaces. Hashtag so, soccer a movie. Yeah. Give us some examples. So uh, some suggested answers. Nottingham Forest Gump. That is fucking funny stuff. The Real Tenenbaums. Uh, and I can't think of anything else right now. <laughs> Those are good. Uh, Those are good ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Real Tenenbaums. I like uh, that. Okay. I was going to do like Ma Manchester City Passenger 57, but that doesn't work. Yeah, it wasn't funny. All right. Uh, so no. if you want to go ahead, hop on Twitter, the Twitter, and uh, uh, go ahead and type into your keyboard hashtag soccer a movie. Make sure to include T-D-I-K-M-N at Twitter.com. I don't know how they fucking work. And yep. uh, we will go ahead and award you with $100,000 in targeted allocation money if you're the chosen winner. That means funniest, cleverest, best, deepest, darkest, whatever it is. Most darkest is probably going to win Darkest my... is darkest is usually yeah. what we're looking for. Yeah. All right, Dave, why don't you take us out with our social uh, stuff? You know? All right, here's where you can find us because I know you guys need to find us. Find us. Uh... Davesiknow.com. That is where we do our daily shit. We put all the things out there, uh, including this podcast, uh, at T-D-I-K-M-N on Twitter. Uh, that's where we post out all the links to our uh, hilarious satire fun, content. hilarious satire hashtag content. content, kids. Um, if you're going to pr produce or play in the hashtag game, hashtag soccer movie, but also include at T-D-I-K-M-N. Uh, Facebook.com, Dave's I Know. That's still under construction. We're still getting that put together. We'll be getting some links up there. Uh, the, the pod is on Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud right now. We are still working on iTunes and Google Play. That should be happening soon. You can find me at Texas Zeller, and you can find Dave Martin at Offensive underscore Loons. This is fantastic. We are the Dave's You Know. This was the Dave's I Know. We are the Dave's You Know You Know. As you do yours, land here become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. Son, 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 son,